this quick hitter Jadobia Wuzier Denzel Ward update edition of All Eyes on Cleveland is brought to you by the OBR, where you get 70% off on a season kickoff special, $30 for the entire year. Make sure you subscribe, reach out, ask questions, get it done. Football's back, baby. This is Shelby Harris, and you're listening to All Eyes on Cleveland. Welcome into another edition of All Eyes on Cleveland. I am your host, Brad Ward, working solo here tonight. Make sure you go over to the OBR and read everything we're doing this week, as it is game freaking week. It is about time uh, for all of us to get excited, and uh, this thing is really coming at us quickly as we will be uh, at game game time Sunday 1 p.m. Bengals in Cleveland Brown Stadium uh, it seems like what has been a never-ending uh, camp is coming to a close and the, and the Browns are now in a week uh, normal game week as are the Bengals um, I wrote this week um in one of my articles about the Bengals this year, uh, I had uh, connected with uh, James Rapine, used to work in 92.3 The Fan, and now uh, works over uh, for Sports Illustrated covering the Bengals. Um, I had him answer some questions in an article previewing the Bengals, and uh, he had mentioned there that he didn't think that Chidobe Awuzie uh, would be available for the game and then comes out today that he is going to play on Sunday. So Ch- Chidobe Awuzie is the uh, one of the sharpest, smartest corners uh that the Bengals have and this is a big big news today um here we're gonna hit on that joe burrow denzel ward in a quick hitter version of all eyes on cleveland tonight uh felt only proper to do so as game week kicks off um browns had practice uh it looked like some light work um i'm sure uh, that they are in full scheme prep mode for the Bengals. Um, which brings me to Lou Anarumo, uh, the, the Bengals D, D coordinator. Um, a guy who has excelled, especially uh, in the last two playoff runs at shutting down some of the more high-powered offenses in the league um, from using a lot of pre to post snap disguises and um, hiding things, uh, disguising coverages um, has worked to his advantage. They've called him, dubbed him the mad scientist or Eli Apple, who, uh, you know, is a real shithead if you read the news at all today. But uh, he um, dubbed him the mad scientist 
Um, he is, you know, given Allen Fitz has given Mahomes trouble with his pre to post uh, snap disguising of uh, coverages. And, uh, you know, doing a lot of uh, aligning the back end in a way that uh, looks like man-to-man is really zone. It looks like zone is really man-to-man. The use of uh, Mike Hilton uh, as a guy with a lot of versatility has played into his arms. Now Cam Tiller-Britt. And now uh, he will have his best corner back for the game on Sunday. Which takes us, uh, and that's pivotal. That's critical. I mean, he is excellent. Uh, he's very good friends with Amari Cooper uh, from their time in Dallas. Uh, he calls him his brother. Um, so, uh, and where he tore his ACL was actually in Cleveland Brown Stadium last Halloween when the Browns uh, thumped the Bengals and Awuzie went, down with the ACL injury, which he has been recovering from and will be back for week one here, which is uh, only kind of just weird that it's in Cleveland Brown Stadium. So uh, that is a point of news today. Burroughs supposedly uh, looked pretty good in practice today from reports out of Cincinnati. Uh, Listen, I don't think at this point there is any uh, reason to speculate any longer whether he's going to play or not. He is going to play. Um, in my opinion, I don't think, uh, James Rapine said he was going to play. Um, he's back in practice, uh, and, uh, it sounds like it's full go ahead for him. The only reason they would not play him is, listen, when you have a cap injury like that, right? Like, and you're favoring it or you're trying to, if it's not fully healed, it can lead to the thing. I think that doctors worry about the most is that it can lead to like an Achilles, right? That because you're favoring the calf and then putting more pressure on other parts of the leg and it's kind of dangerous. So you have to be really careful with it. Now, they have brought him along very slowly since this happened. So I, I do think he'll play. Um, I mean, if I, I don't know if I would play him if I was the Bengals, to be honest, like uh, how much, how much does this game mean? Uh, I don't, I mean, for them, for the Browns is everything, but for them, um, they're notoriously slow starters uh, to the season. And I don't know if, if I wasn't positive that he was hundred percent, I don't know if I would play him, but it sounds like they are going to go ahead and run him out there. So we will get, you know, probably the Bengals are close to a hundred percent. And they're kind of revamped uh, offensive line uh, where they have Orlando Brown and they've moved Jonah Williams and it'll be interesting, right? It'll be very interesting to see how that offensive line holds up against what the Browns have done defensively, which should be a force, right? So Denzel Ward, not at practice. Uh, Dustin Hopkins, not at practice, not worried about Dustin at all, but Denzel, yes, uh, concerned said 
earlier this week, um, over the weekend, and my things I think I know about the Browns, where I stated that um, Rodney McLeod is the Browns' best safety, and I truly believe that, um, and he'll play starter snaps. But despite not being starter in name, right? But I do believe he'll play starter snaps throughout the year, and he is probably what they would consider uh, or what Jim Schwartz considers his coach on the field at this point, right? So um, if if Denzel doesn't play, and, and let's be honest, I don't expect him to. It's Tuesday tomorrow and or today when you're listening to this probably, and he has not practiced. He's still in protocol. It would take a quick turnaround for him to be available for this game on Sunday. Uh, notoriously long time in the protocol for Denzel. This is his fourth, uh, you know, concussion protocol he's only 26 years old it's serious stuff i mean these are things he has to think about it's a very serious situation it doesn't sound like we haven't heard any rumors or rumblings about retirement or anything like that right so i I do believe he will come back i don't i don't know how many more he can afford though is is the big thing right like I sure as hell would be keeping him out of the slot at this point um, because uh, I don't want him sticking his nose in there in run defense. Of course, he's going to have to tackle no matter where he plays, but just the idea of them using him in there seems a little too risky for me uh, with the four concussions already. And that's just what's recorded or been documented i mean college high school uh this day and age uh guys probably have a couple that are never even written up or or or, you know documented um before they reach the league so when you're at four times in the protocol and you're in there for like three four weeks like last year uh or the year before every time you get dinged in the head now now this did not look like a serious one but and he did play some plays after it so maybe i'm wrong and maybe he turns around quickly and gets on the field but uh stefanski talked today about it and said you know we understand the challenge and i hope you do uh, coach, and I know he does, but without Denzel Ward, what is the solution on the back end? That's kind of my question here tonight. Like, what is that solution going to look like? Probably, best guess at this point, more three safety stuff. Um, I would think that, you know, Thornhill, Delpit, McLeod on the field, in big nickel or dime helps alleviate some of that because otherwise you're asking Mike Ford or Cam Mitchell 
to line up and play a true nickel or slot position uh, against probably Tyler Boyd or whoever they line up in there because they do move their wide receivers around a lot. Um, who, who, who do you want to cover? <laughs> He's a rookie and Mike Ford's really a special teams. Mitchell's a rookie and Mike Ford's really a special teams ace. Now, can they do the job? Sure. Can they give him help? Sure. Can they figure it out on the back end? Sure. It's Jim Schwartz. He's, he's prepped for stuff like this before where you're underhanded, uh, or, um, shorthanded is the better way of saying that. Sorry, not underhanded. Uh, uh, but shorthanded on the back end against a potent passing attack. Right. So, he will figure something out. My concern is, does Joe Burrow figure it out? Uh, and how fast can he figure it out? And, and does he pick on, do they find a way to pick on whoever that third man in coverage is? If it's Juan Thornhill up at the line of scrimmage, if it's McLeod up at the line of scrimmage, or even Delpit in coverage. Um, or is it Cam Mitchell or Mike Ford, or do you play the, you know, Holasi outside and kick? I mean, that's crazy, right? To think that they would take, take him off claims and play him in week one, but you're going to have to have three corners on the field or at least three safeties and two corners. Uh, ideally, the more defensive backs, the better, really, against the Bengals. Uh, you want to force them to try to beat you in their run game. Um, but, you know, it's just, uh, it puts them in kind of a pickle here. As what, what are they going to do personnel-wise to match up with Boyd Higgins, Chase, Irv Smith? addition to the Bengals at tight end. Big fan of Herb Smith's uh, father. Uh, friend on Twitter. Yeah. So, and, and Irv has unfortunately gotten hurt the past few years with Minnesota before he could ever really get in the group. But the guy is athletic and can certainly threaten teams as a pass catcher so um it'll be interesting to see what they deploy defensively probably looking at like more zone than initially intended against this Bengals team or that we will see when you have a fully healthy secondary with the Browns right probably more zone um, and you're going to have to disguise some stuff and you're going to have to really, really, really bank on pressure up front to get home. Right. And I mean, there's a reason they went out and got these guys and this is the reason, right? The Browns notoriously have been able to disrupt Joe Burrow, Miles Garrett specifically sacked him four times, twice, I believe, or once for sure. Um, so the pressure has to get home and it has to get home quickly. If their offensive line holds up and they give him time 
against what could be a, you know, not really ready for the bright lights of a Sunday week one matchup in your division um, matchup of Cam Mitchell or Mike Ford and they get picked on, that's trouble, right? Um, my other concern I wanted to talk about here real quickly tonight is Lou Anarumo, and I mentioned him earlier, but, you know, the mad scientist, this guy uh, is notorious for finding a way to beat quarterbacks. Now, I think the Browns have an advantage here because they, I mean, sure, they have an idea what the Browns want to do, but they don't know exactly what this offense is really supposed to look like, like stride for stride and all the wrinkles that, you know, they've been hiding or keeping under wraps uh, until the season starts. And the problem, though, is that Anarumo is one of the best, if not the best, halftime adjustment guy in the league, right? Like he multiple times has gone into halftime and came back out and shut teams down because of his adjustments on the defensive side of the ball. So after they get a dose or a half of the Browns offense, does he make the adjustment that slows them down or makes the difference in the second half? A little bit of a concern there. Um, he's notorious for doing it. The Browns have that advantage at the beginning of the game, but they won't have it in the second half, right? Like he'll have a chance to understand kind of the concepts and what the Browns want to do. Um, and he will make adjustments from there. So, uh, the Browns should be ready almost like save some of that, right? Like, show what you need to move the ball. You know, the first, you know, 10, 15 are going to be scripted from Kevin and he's very good at that. And they should move the ball early because of that. But after that, can they move the ball? Does it not, does it look rhythmic? Does it not look disjointed? Can they get in the end zone? Can they get a lead? And then in the second half, maybe some of those wrinkles come out and you can keep them off balance. That is the one advantage the Browns have, I think, and defensively as well, because even though people understand like the concepts and basic stuff that Schwartz does, he's evolved. And if you get a chance, go read the evolution of, I wrote an article on the evolution of a Jim Schwartz defense, but they have evolved. He has added, added a modern aspect to his coverage on the back end. And he has added, uh, simulated pressure looks um, with his time in Tennessee. Stuff that uh, when he left Philadelphia after winning a Super Bowl there, people were kind of like, hey, you know, we've got people got this defense figured out. And when he went to Tennessee, he kind of modernized his coverages and and the time that he spent there with Bowen enabled him to uh, kind of take this defense to the next step where it is today. And I expect to see some of that simulated pressure and some of those, these, uh, you know, showing blitzes, mugging the A gaps and then bringing pressure from someplace else and dropping somebody else into coverage. Like, like a lot of stuff that teams in the NFL do, but, um, 
there's a more modern aspect to the wide nine that he deploys now than there was before. And, uh, so, um, wrinkles to that, what he wants to do against Burrow should certainly be interesting. If you recall the beginning of last year, when the Bengals got off to a slow start, it's because everybody was playing too high safety coverage against them. Um, and really kind of zoning up with, you know, and making him try to beat you with the quick pass game and things like that and taking away, uh, stuff down the field. And then, um, that what the Bengals were able to do throughout the year is, is he started, they made adjustments and he started to pick that apart. Um, and they got into some single high forcing teams to get into some single high stuff. And then he really started to pick that apart and they started rolling down the stretch. So, uh, if you recall the Browns win last year was, I think one of the last, I don't, I don't have it right in front of me, but I think they won the rest, maybe the rest of their games after that. Did they go, they went on a big run after that, uh, notoriously slow starting team. Uh, hoping the Browns can get out and jump on them. Couple concerns to go over here tonight. Shadobia Wuzie back. Ward still in concussion protocol. Both sides of the ball affected hugely by whether these guys play or not. And at this point, Wuzie is back. He's going to play. And Ward does not look like he's going to play. Uh, so, and that's where we are. And this will affect both sides of the ball big time and the way they prepare and the schemes that we see and, and, and how these defense coordinators deploy their defenses against each other. And, and these both offenses and the Browns have a little advantage here, but you know, because of the unknown, but remember what I said about Anna Rumo and his adjustments, it's just something to keep an eye on and he will have his corners back. So, uh, it will be a fun one, no doubt. It is game week officially. This is All Eyes on Cleveland. My name is Brad Ward, brought to you by the OBR, where you can go get 70% off a year-long subscription, 70% off, just $30 for the entire year to get the best exclusive content in the land uh, on your Cleveland Brownies. Go subscribe now reach out to barry reach out to me slide in the dms ask questions whatever you need will help you through the process and take care of the perks that come with it uh, but absolutely take advantage of that now browns sunday 1 p.m it's game week baby football is back you start getting excited my name is brad ward for all eyes in cleveland this has been a quick hit edition game week Bengals week, week one, 2023. We are out.